0: Welcome to Design Your Destiny, your podcast for tapping into the power of your subconscious mind. In this next few minutes, allow me to show you how to tap into that power so that you can create success with ease, form deeper connections, and have greater presence in your relationships, and most importantly, find peace within yourself. My name is Penny Chason, and I'm your host. Welcome back. It's Penny here, and this is part two on transforming your identity to expand your success. In the last episode, I kind of wrapped it up talking about how a 15-second, a little teaser, how a 15-second TikTok video derailed my mindset. And I was just absolutely floored because when we're transforming our identity and you are up-leveling your identity, you want to surround yourself. I think it was Jim Rohn, I might be incorrect, that said, you know, that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. The reason for that is the conversations that we hear, the conversations that we engage in, the way that other people talk about their lives, the way that they believe about their possibilities impact us. It impacts us, right? So consider where you're spending your time and where you are consuming information. It can be your relationships it can be news channels news channels are terrible just don't even get me started if it has three letters just don't watch it because they're programming you for fear if it bleeds it leads and when they get you in fear you are just absorbing information like a sponge they are bypassing your critical factor coming and going all day long you'll remember that i talked about how your critical factor is a part of a filtering mechanism where thing it, you know it can keep things from changing your beliefs and the way that you, you see the world and your identity. So when you are transforming that identity, you want to consume information that aligns with the identity that you desire. You want to have relationships with people who embody the identity that you desire. This may mean listening to podcasts. It might mean you know watching videos on YouTube It might mean joining a mastermind or a, I don't want to say support group. That's not the right word I'm looking for. But maybe uh, there are social groups that meet in person that you can join. People who like to be runners and they are half marathoners or marathoners or ultra marathoners. They tend to join running clubs. Whether it's online or they meet in person, they connect with people with the same mindset. They connect with people that they aspire to be. Now, recently I was on TikTok. And I actually went on there looking for some very specific information. There are a few people I follow who are branding experts, who are business coaches, consultants. And I was, you know, scrolling through some of the videos and the video popped up and it was one of those short seven second, 15 second videos. And it says, hey, you know, if you're not connecting with your ideal client, maybe you're not using the types of words that they use so instantly with me having a you know masters degree bachelor's degree all the papers that i wrote my subconscious mind because that's part of my identity right and it's one of the things that i've had to overcome in my business because i cannot speak to my ideal clients like i'm writing an academic paper however but because that's a part of my identity and my ideal client is at a certain level of success, I have preconceived notions. This goes back from that zero to seven years old and plus all the reinforcement you get through life and that preconceived notion or belief around expectations that my ideal client has of the people that they tend to want to socialize with or who they would reach out with to help them. When I heard this 15-second, 7-second, 15-second TikTok that says, oh, if you're not connecting, then what you need to do is you, it's okay to use some big words, you know, go buy this book and you can pull some big words and use these big words. The impact it had on me at a subconscious level was beyond just like, hey, you know, pepper in some of these, some of these words. My subconscious mind literally took it to mean that if I want to work with these clients, that I have to talk like them, that I have to speak their language. And that was not the intent of the person that shared this, I, I don't believe. So what had happened was I was working on some content for the show. I was doing quarterly planning, and I had a clear pathway laid out. And then all of a sudden, I was in confusion, And I didn't understand why I was confused because before it was so clear, I was struggling. I sat down the other day, I tried to record one podcast episode six times. Um, It did not come out the way that I wanted. I absolutely hated it. And then I met with my podcast producer and she and I were talking about the evolution of my business and the evolution of the show and who I'm speaking to. And as we began to talk and go back and forth, it hit me. Because I've been doing a lot of subconscious work on myself. This, for me personally, in personal growth, the subconscious work never stops. Because I know that if something is going to get in my way, then it's something that I can easily let go of just to go through the process of identifying it and letting it go. Our subconscious mind is our most underutilized asset. But as she and I were talking, it just landed on me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, I know where this is coming from. Like, oh my God, because where I was in this struggle was I was in a struggle of being authentic and being me and speaking to my ideal client. And the impact that that video had, the way it ignited and embedded itself with things I had previously learned and had taken in to be part of reality of how the world works was causing a little bit of imposter syndrome. But it was imposter syndrome that wasn't really imposter syndrome. It was just this erroneous belief that I have to be something I'm not in order to work with people who are very successful business owners and leaders. In seven seconds, I derailed my clarity in my business. And the reason is, is that social media is designed to put you in a trance. It is designed to put you in a state of focused attention. So it didn't matter that I was going to look at helpful content by the very nature of the fact that I was scrolling through these short videos, looking for something that would um, just kind of feed my mindset in a positive way my brain took in that piece of information and it absorbed it according to my old belief system and it reinforced my old belief system and that tripped me up. So when you're looking at your identity, take into account that information from outside sources, depending on the state that you're in, when you consume that information, it can and it will influence your identity if you were not critically thinking in that moment and you are just sucked in and absorbed. There are so many ways that I could dive into how media, TV shows, movies, talk shows, the way that they bring people in and they subtly embed. Suggestions about society as a whole, suggestions about the role of people in society, the role of government in society, embedding suggestions that people who are wealthy are evil, that people who are wealthy are out to get the little guy, right? If you're someone who grew up absorbing this stuff and you've hit, you're at the cusp of hitting seven figures or you're in seven figures and you want to hit eight, And these are things that you grew up hearing or you consumed media that reinforced that belief and you just don't understand why you can't get ahead. I wonder if there's something in your belief system underneath that believes that an identity of being someone who is a multi-seven or an eight-figure earner is going to mean you lose friends, your family won't understand, nobody will want anything to do with you. Believe it or not, that is something I commonly see with clients. It's impossible for you and I to connect and for me to immediately go, oh, this belief is your problem. However, in a subconscious state, we can go back and unravel the stories around that belief. And once we know what the stories are around that belief, we can dismantle those stories and knock down that belief and put in a new Healthy belief that good people with a lot of money do great things. That it is okay to be yourself, to be authentic, to be you, and be wealthy. That when you become wealthy, you don't lose your good qualities. You know, you don't lose the compassion, the service mindedness, you know, the loving that you want to reach out and help other people. See, That's programming. That's all programming that people have. So if you're struggling with success, you know, if you have a fear of losing it all, right? That's another common thing. You have a fear of losing it all somewhere in your belief system on your deeper subconscious identity, somewhere in the belief system, there has been a pattern of information that has been absorbed as reality that, you know, things are really bad if you don't have, right? Sometimes people go into business and they become successful to never have to be in a situation they were in with their younger or to never have to struggle the way they watch watched their parents struggle with money or to know that they can easily send their kids to college, any college they want and not think about it because maybe they weren't able to go to the university they wanted to go to because they didn't want to burden their parents and you know the simply not ever wanting to be in that situation is enough to create a pattern and identity that generates this fear of losing it all and then that fear of losing it all it can cloud your decisions it can make things murky can make things challenging So the things that we absorb that influence our identity come from a number of different places. If you're someone who practices affirmations or scripting, it's a great place to start. But if you can't pinpoint where it's coming from, and as these things go, they tend to go in cycles, right? Like you're just trucking along, you're doing really great for a while, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, where did this come from? And then you manage to work through it, and things are good again, and then it crops up again. What did it cost you to get caught up in that, even though it got better on its own, but then it comes back? What did it cost you in that time period when you were caught up in that? How did it slow you down? How did it impact your decisions? And it's something that you really want to take care of. So guard your identity closely. Guard your Subconscious closely, and I guess guard is the wrong word, right? It's not like we have to be at attention and why not be mindful of what you feed your mind, be mindful of what you feed your mind, and create the identity that you want and start living from that identity as if it already happened. And if you're bumping up against things, if there's resistance, it's like, oh no, I don't believe I can have this, or I don't believe I can do that, or be this, then. Maybe you and I should connect. We could just have a chat, see what's all is going on underneath the surface. All right, everyone. I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed this episode of Design Your Destiny, I would appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review. When you leave a positive review, it's like podcast currency, and we can increase our reach and get the message to even more people that they, just like you, have the ability to design their destiny. And remember, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.